0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new series called Kayla Runs a Half Marathon, where I'll be coaching and interviewing aspiring distance runner Kayla Roten through her journey to her first half marathon. Follow week by week as Kayla trains for her big day, and let's find out together what it takes to cross the finish line. Hey, Kayla.
1: Hey, Harrison.
0: How's it going this week?
1: Pretty good. Um, I am really tired still recovering from yesterday but pretty good how about you
0: oh that was a that was a big run you're almost
1: oh my gosh (laughs)
0: you're you're, you're almost at the finish line we're like three and a half weeks from race day how are you feeling overall
1: um feeling pretty good i um yeah feeling pretty good one of the questions i have is about like training cycles i kind of feel like um like I'm getting tired, you know, yeah. it's like a, cause it's a big time commitment. And, oh. um, and I mean, like obviously a big physical commitment. So I, I'm getting tired, but I, I'm also like with that, I'm getting really excited for race day because, you know, I, like I'm feeling more and more ready with every like yeah. week that passes. So, so good. Mostly yeah.
0: good. You're like, let's get it over <laughs> with, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, <kind> totally, <laughs> I totally know that feeling. And, and yes, you're probably at the stage of your training where you're just And that's normal. And I will say this, normally we would not do an 18 week training cycle. Um, The idea was that we were taking you from zero to half marathon. And to get there, we had to spend the first few weeks building a base that you didn't really have. I mean, you were kind of doing one mile, which was great, but um, we really needed to get you higher before we actually kicked off doing, you know, your actual half marathon training plan. So, Um, that's probably why it's felt so long, but now that you're up here, if you can maintain a certain level of, of running, you know, keep up about 15, 20 miles a week, you're going to be in, in a, in great shape to, uh, continue to do races as often as you like. So, um, yeah. So I would say after this race, you'll probably want to take a good week and a half, two weeks of rest and that doesn't mean you're just going to lay in bed for two straight weeks I mean you can do some cross training you can do some light runs but really take two weeks or so um, they say to do one day of rest for every mile that you raced so in this case it'd be like two weeks but really you don't I mean you just have to listen to your body and and take it easy for the next couple weeks after the race and then from there you can start training for another or just kind of keep your base up I would probably say like run five miles three days a week uh, or four miles four days a week or something like that. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you really could go into another half marathon if you can maintain that base in eight weeks. You could do it in 10 weeks, 12 weeks, but um, you're not going to need to do 18 weeks again. If you're going to want to do a marathon, we'd probably want to take a little more time closer to 18 weeks uh, if you were going from not a great base. But uh, really, honestly, you're at this point if you wanted to pick like a like a a f like a winter marathon, you could do that if you wanted to um so yeah, that's probably more than you wanted to hear, but hopefully that answers your question
1: no that's honestly that's perfect at some point I was gonna ask you about like post race running recommendations, so that's like amazing information because i um I think just with you know our phase right now like Garrett is so busy and it's he's only gonna get busier like <laughs> This, these first like six weeks, however long we've been here, um, is really kind of like the easiest weeks he's had. And there have been weeks we've like not seen him. (laughs) So, um, I, I know I don't want to jump into another training cycle just because I don't know like exactly what that would look like. I'd have to do more runs on the treadmill where, um, I thankfully for the beginning was able to do a lot outside. Um, but I was curious about like how, what the recommendations are for maintaining, and then I'm also curious like if I am able to maintain like I would love to stay around regularly running like four to six miles like those being kind of like yeah. just, a you know, yeah, like a few times a week regular runs or something mm-hmm. um, or three to six or something. So then I was wondering after that point if I am able to maintain that as kind of my base like, yeah, I'm a runner and this is like what I usually run. How long are the training cycles like if I want to do another half? would it be shorter than this? Um, cause yeah. And I, I think that all of these weeks were necessary. Like it has taken me this long to get where I am and I, maybe I could have done it faster, but, um, like, I think it was perfect for me and I haven't had, you know, I've had some like little, um, things pop up, but not like injuries, just like, I haven't been injured. I've been able to ease into it. And I think that was definitely necessary for me. Um, But thank you for that information, because I was curious about, like, if I am able to maintain it, what would be the plan from there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and really for those first, I mean, like five or six weeks, you weren't doing many more than 10 miles or so a week, which is really a low is low volume for someone who's going to be racing. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I I think it's really a great idea, like you said, to just make this a normal habit go out there, run a few days a week and just keep that up. Cause what you don't want to do is having put in all this work. If you, if you think you're going to want to continue running is you put in all this work, you train, you get fit, and then you just, you just lay on the couch for the next three months, you know, and you don't exercise and then you're detraining and you're losing that, that fitness that you've built. And then you're starting back from basically zero. Um, I mean, I don't think you would lose it all if you did nothing for three months, but I think you'd lose most of it. And um, I think that you'd be much better off, to keep that up and then, you know, do some strength training, maybe do something else that you enjoy. Uh, maybe take some fitness classes or, you know, whatever else it is that keeps you excited to to stay fit. And, you know, when you're ready, yeah, take, take eight to 10 weeks to do it again. Um If you're, but if you are going to do a uh, uh, 26.2, I would say, let's have that conversation and let's, let's make sure that you're training for enough time.
1: Okay, great. Thank you. That's yeah. You just like, spread my mind and yeah. Answer the question that you didn't even know I had. So (laughs) thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no problem. I I think that, um, I I think that it's, it's so exciting once you get your your fitness to that level, knowing that you can sign up for races every so often. There are some people out there who just do half marathons like every few months and they just, that's kind of how they stay in shape and that's how they keep it up. And and half marathon is such a great distance because it's not the type of race where you're going to be sidelined for, you know, a good solid three, four weeks. Um, like, like if you look at the pros, for example, they rarely will do more than one or two marathons a year and, but you could do half marathons quite frequently.
1: Yeah. I would hate to lose it because like at this point, I mean, if you've been listening, if people who, who know, um, because i was starting from like a mile was like a stretch with the runs this week you know they were smaller until my 11 and it's so nice knowing that like three miles is like easy like yeah and that helped me a lot on the long run because when i hit you know three miles to a so like what was that eight um i was like oh i like only three miles even when i hit um seven i was like four miles like okay so that makes such a big difference with like your mindset knowing this is now easy for like or easy being a relative term like but totally yeah like i it would be really disappointing for myself at this point if i let myself do that so i'm not planning on it i'm not sure Yeah, again, I don't know when I do want to do more races, definitely have marathons. Um, After this 11 mile, I'm like, oh, maybe I can't, maybe I want to push the marathon back. Like, I need more time. But um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing this, like thing you can unlock in yourself if you like stick to it, because it's been a long road for me to get here. And if beginners can stick with it, then like, oh, it makes just a world of difference.
0: You know, distance running really is a game of consistency, and you've shown that. Mm-hmm. You've showed up week after week, day after day, and it's 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 producing the results that you want. Um, and don't feel pressure to go into a marathon. There's a lot of people out there because they see on social media a ton of marathoners, and there's a lot of bucket list per- people. You know, I was, for example, at a party this weekend, a birthday party for the kids, and ran into an old buddy from high school who I hadn't seen in 10 years, and he goes, yeah, I'm training for my first half, and then I'm going to do a marathon. And it reminded of me of me three or four years ago when I started. And I was thinking to myself, you know, if I could go back and do it all over again. Now, I guess my situation was a little different because I was running with the purpose for for my mom's uh, uh, memory and and to honor her. But you know, and a lot of people have those reasons. But like if I was strictly doing it recreationally without any kind of specific why and i could go back and do it all over again i probably would have focused on shorter distances for the first year or two and then and then ramped up to a marathon so um, and i have no regrets i didn't get injured thank goodness but um i think yeah i mean if you if you have the choice then there's a right way to do it and uh well i shouldn't say there's a right way there's just no perfect right answer there's no perfect straight line but at least if you were going to ask my opinion i i might recommend that so i think it'd be great if you after you get done with your race if you look at the calendar and say all right uh six months from now i want to do another half marathon like maybe a springtime race in march or april i think that would be a great fit for your schedule i think that it would give you something to look forward to and you could keep the base and you really wouldn't have to start training until a couple months before so
1: yeah um, so yeah well and i know for me um like I've said in the past, I thought about doing a half marathon for such a long time and having like actually saying, OK, I'm doing it. I'm signing up. Like as soon as I decided I signed up, um, it's so motivating having something that you're working toward. Um, so even like that, I understand why people want to keep doing it because it it's fun working towards something and then seeing the fruits of your labor and um, being able to like reach that goal instead of just always running for the sake of running, which is great too. And um, yeah. hopefully I can do that. Like I, that's my goal is for that to be my mindset in my, you know, life. But for me as a beginner, having the end, like I'm trying to achieve this goal was really what was has been able to motivate me through this process.
0: Yeah, totally. And for me running filled that, um, that void where, I would always go – I'd want to get fit and I'd want to exercise because I knew it was going to be healthy for me. And I'd go to the gym and I'd lift weights for 20 minutes and I'd go home, you know. And I wouldn't ever have any direction and running kind of gave me that. Because I I grew up, I was a Boy Scout, I was an Eagle Scout, all that kind of stuff. And loved doing the merit badges because you would check off the box of every task and requirement. And I've always just been that type of personality. And that's what I loved about marathon training was just check the box. I know I did it. I didn't have to think about it. It just tells me exactly what to do. So – so yeah Yeah. i can relate to that
1: yeah well let me tell you about my uh my run
0: yeah let's hear about it you did a an 11 miler you had a, a few runs before that this week did those all go okay
1: yeah they went okay um i will say i think so because of um i've said this before because of garrett's schedule um i've been running all of those on the treadmill which has been surprisingly good for me. I think, I think that's impacted my, I guess, speed work. You could like my speed. (laughs) I don't know if that's what, um, I feel like being consistently pushed to one speed has helped me on my long runs, but I did kind of see how it's not so good on this 11 mile run. Um, so yeah, those were great. The 11 mile, went with my friend Rachel again, and we decided, so every run that we've done together, long runs, we've been going to this long trail that I've told you about, and that trail is like pretty flat. There are a couple spots where it kind of goes up like over a bridge or something, but it's like pretty flat. Um, but we decided to try out the course map this week, okay. and yeah. Um, ran most of it and then like we just cut off the end and anyway we mapped out 11 so most of the course which was really great like it was fun one it was fun running in a new place like so it's not predictable um because like we <laughs> we've gotten on the trail where we like don't want to go past the part we've gotten because there's like a huge hill there and so we're like oh we don't want to go past that anyway um so that was fun like seeing the course um, yeah, but we thought that the course was a lot flatter than it was, mm, and yeah, maybe it's flat to other people, like it's not like mountainous, but right. there are like it starts, it starts out like on a very, very slight incline, nothing really at all, but enough that we're like, hmm, okay, <laughs> like we hope that this goes away. <laughs> And then, yeah, anyway, there were like several, there were a couple Hills and like, we have been running on treadmills or this very flat trail. And so those were really challenging for us. And we did it like we didn't walk up any Hills. We did walk throughout the run. Um, but it was like, okay, like I running on a treadmill does not prepare you for this, um, right. kind of thing. So, that was challenging. Um, and then it was like good and bad. Cause the race goes through downtown, um, new Haven. So like we had to stop to cross roads and things like that. Um, which like gave us like tiny little breathers, but also like you kind of get in your groove and it's hard to get in your groove if you're like constantly stopping and having to look for cars and things like that. And yeah. we were running on the sidewalk versus like where we'll be running on the road and a lot of the sidewalks are very uneven or, um, you have to go around like different things. So yeah. So like good and bad, um, with that, but overall, like I still did it and I did what you, um, suggested with the fuel and I was taking one, I was taking one every 25 ish minutes, um, And that went great. Like, I felt really good throughout. Um, I definitely went through my whole water bottle, (laughs) like, throughout the run. So it'll be nice, like, that there'll be water stations. You know, I won't, like, run out um, for that. But, yeah, like, overall, pretty good. Um, I still, like, I don't know. I don't think I doubted that I could do it. Um, and like, I have had some listeners who messaged me prior to the run and were like really encouraging and looking forward to hearing about it. And so supportive. Um, but I kind of was surprised that I like actually did it because if you remember when I hit 10 miles, I did not think I could go any further, like 10 right. miles, I was dead. And so when I went past 10, I was like feeling pretty good at that time. I was tired, but I was feeling pretty good. And I was, like, still kind of surprised, even though I feel like I'm like this every time I go a longer distance. So I don't know why I keep getting surprised. But I was kind of surprised that I actually did (laughs) 11 miles, um, which is a great feeling. Um, But I also will say, and I don't know if it's a mixture of, like, the hill. I don't know what exactly it was. But um, I was my legs we're really feeling it after this run like yeah. almost immediately after the run my my hips both hips you know I've had some issues with my right hip and it was feeling it around like 7.6 miles my my right hip was like starting to feel kind of weird I guess not like it wasn't like terrible it was just kind of like um feeling tight I guess yeah yeah um, but then it kind of went away. So I'm like, okay, it's fine. But after the run, both of my hips were like feeling pretty tight. And then um all day, the entire day, anytime I like was in one position for too long, I was like feeling really tight. Like my, my legs would like yeah. kind of stop and I had to warm them up to even like walk around the house or whatever. Um, and I'm a little so my hips are like a little sore today. So it's not like my legs, it's just kind of my hips. And I don't know if that's the heels or whatever. Um, it's like a tiny bit concerning, but I'm hoping it'll be fine. I'm sure it will be. I don't know. That's the only
0: kind of feedback there. A little tight today, but not
1: painful. Not painful, yeah. And a lot better yesterday was like just like a soreness and tightness. Like I yeah, anytime I stood up, I really had to like kind of stretch for a second before I could take some steps, but today they're feeling much better. They're just like a little tight. So I've been doing some stretching and stuff um, throughout the day.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, this next week will be important because it's your peak week. This is the most you're going to be doing and then it's going to get better. You're going to have a ton of time to, to, to reduce the volume, but I also don't want you to get injured this week. And so when I give you your plan here shortly, write it down. But then be willing to adjust. So, um, like tomorrow, I'm gonna have you do three miles, uh, which is Monday. But just just make sure that if you're going out and it's not feeling good, just just back off. And same thing with your long run because we're gonna have you do 12 miles, which is gonna be a, a big, big jump. Um, but but this is it. This is this is the last big long run before race day. But, but again, if you're on that 12 mile run and mile six, mile seven or eight or whatever, you're feeling that pain, I'm just going to have you back off of it because it's not going to be worth risking injury and, you know, pushing through it when really truly you're fit enough to run the race today. Uh, Two weeks from now, three weeks from now, you're, you're fit enough to do that. So most important thing is we're going to avoid injury, but at the same time, if we can get you to do the 12 this weekend, mentally on race day, because you're going to be nervous. It's totally normal. But the night before, you're going to have the jitters. And being able to say to yourself, I've got this. I've already done 12 is going to be so important. So, um, yeah, just, I guess, keep that in mind.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I can totally see that because I've already seen it. Like, when I hit the 10, I'm like, I don't know if I can do another one. But then the jump, like, one more mile seems totally doable. And... Thinking like okay, eleven to twelve, like that sounds like crazy, but also like I can probably do that. Like I probably could have limped along, like metaphorically speaking, to get to twelve on Saturday. So I can totally see how that will be beneficial. So I'll I'll try my best, and hopefully, um, I yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great.
0: Yeah. So while we're talking about, I'll just I'll give you the plan for this week, and again, be willing to adjust be willing to back off. Nothing is more important than staying healthy right now. So Monday, three miles, Tuesday, do four miles, Thursday rest, or sorry, Wednesday, rather, um, Thursday, do four Friday rest Saturday. You're going to do 12. Okay. And then Sunday, of course you usually rest as well. Um, so yeah, let's, let's see how that goes. And, um, I'm really excited to hear how you do. Um, You feel free to do some strength training this week, but light and honestly, if you want to skip it from here on till the end of of race day, totally fine. I think that at this point, you're not going to build much muscle. Um, And so I I think that just in effort to avoid injury, um, I wouldn't put a lot of emphasis on strength training right now.
1: Okay. Um, I do know that this week I should be able to, I think I'll have some opportunities to run outside, um, not just on the treadmill. So would you recommend, because I have like a place that's pretty flat that I can run, obviously. Would you recommend knowing that there's a couple hills, like taking my short runs and going in an area that might have a little more hills for me to like do to get used Um, to that? better or I, just stick with kind of, of
0: flat. yeah it's kind of late in the game if you're gonna do it go really really easy but okay. i i would err on the side of caution here and i probably would steer clear i mean heel training is great you get a lot of bang for your buck um it's one of the best ways to build fitness but i don't think it would be a good idea to introduce that right now just run on saturday mm. so i would say for your next training cycle let's let's do some hill work you know, do some, you're going to want to do some speed work. And um, I just wouldn't want you to risk anything right now.
1: Okay. Sounds great. I fully support yeah. that.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Path of least resistance right now. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you did you notice any benefit from training with your, uh, well, I don't want to blow it, I don't want to blow the yes. prize. Yeah. <laughs> we okay. Talk about that, real quick
1: we should so i so your present came (laughs) your package (laughs) and um i so it didn't come the day that you you had texted me like look for it on this day and it didn't come that day so um my husband brought it in like it was literally like friday night like we hadn't checked the mail so he brought it in friday night and he's like you know what this is like did you buy something i'm like no and then as i was like opening the box i'm like oh this is this is the thing from Harrison. And when I tell you my mouth dropped open, I like squealed. you <laughs> like, what is it? And you sent me a Garmin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I was thrilled. I was so excited. And Garrett was jealous because he's like wanted one for a long time. <laughs> so, um, so nice. I cannot thank you enough. And I set it up like as soon as possible so I could take it on my run with me Saturday. And it was amazing so really like thank you so so much
0: yeah no you're you're welcome it's our gift to you and and really a thank you for doing this for spending you know 20 30 minutes with me every single week for the last 16 weeks and then another few more weeks but um but i i i was like 90% sure you didn't have a running watch cuz you had said that early on and i wasn't sure if you would you know if anyone had bought you one yet for you know a, a holiday or birthday or whatever um so sorry if you already have one feel free to to get it back or whatever but uh <laughs> i i was like like i said 90 percent sure you didn't have a running watch
1: no i didn't and um and it was amazing on the run it really was i didn't take my phone with me which was nice i mean there was space in my belt like we talked about but just like not having that there was really awesome like i had more space for my gels and just like not as much like weight on me and it was i loved being able to see like the distance like my phone would tell me like every mile when i reached like a new mile but it was so nice like being able to just like see it so easily um and like my time and my and i could see you know the pace i was running it was so nice and then um afterward i was able to see like all the information which like you can kind of see some on Strava but um I was able to see my heart rate information which I've never (laughs) looked at before which I have a question about that in a minute yeah um it was yeah I love it and I'm so excited to use it all the time
0: (laughs) well I'm glad you like it and I tried to pick a style that you would like um and and the other thing is uh I would I would recommend you go to YouTube and just type the model that you have and and learn some fun things about it. Cause it can, I promise you, it can do 10 times more things than you think it can do, um, which can be really fun. And uh model you have will actually show you your heart rate zone. I, I, I know the one that I have will tell me what zone I'm in at any given time. Um, and that's mm-hmm. always super helpful. And then when I am done with my run, it'll break it down for me. What percentage did I spend in each zone uh, for training purposes? But even if it doesn't do that it will tell you while you're running if you kind of click around it will tell you what your heart rate zone is and with most garments you can customize the face and it will tell you oh. like like you can customize it to show you heart rate at all times and so um some garments will even tell you what your cadence is i mean th- they're pretty advanced they can do some fun things
1: cool. cool yeah i i literally just like googled the basic like okay how do i use this on my run like track the run <laughs> um but I will definitely look into that that is one thing so when I was looking at my um you know analytics afterward looking at my pace my splits and things um which my splits oh and here's okay really fast here's another question um this run was slightly slower than um it was about on pace with my 10 mile Run, but like slower than that six mile that was like pretty fast. So I, it took me two hours and 30 minutes, which you, I must have seen with my screenshots I sent you. Yeah. Um, and you had told me to not, to try not to be out longer than two hours and 30 minutes. Would you recommend that? Like, let's say I am able to run feeling really good the whole time, just like do the 12 miles. It'll probably be about two hours and 45 minutes. Or what do you, what do you suggest there?
0: Yeah. That'll be okay. I think I said two and a half to three. Okay. More than three hours. So, and I don't think you will be with this run coming up. I I think it's fine if you're feeling good, if you're feeling great. And the other thing is, if you're taking some walking breaks, that's going to help you recover a little bit as well. So, um, I, and it also slows the time way down. So that kind of, yeah, kind of hurts your, hurts your three hour maximum. But I I would say you're fine. But again, just listen to your body. Um, and, and heart rate zone. So, Uh, you should not be going too far into zone three at this point. Definitely don't go into zone four, zone five. And, and I can talk about those if you want to, um, if you think that would be
1: helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, I, that was my, um, question because I have never looked, I've never had that data about like my heart rate zones. And so that was all new to me. Um, and when I looked at it, almost my entire run was in zone two. Um, it was like. Two hours and five minutes, or something, yeah. of my running time, and then there was um, a little bit into in zone one, and then which is probably my walking breaks. Which, like, I think that two forty five would be twelve miles because two thirty is with like we had quite a few walking breaks. Especially there was like one mile where I'm like, I really needed one. Um, I think yeah. it was like mile. I think it was like mile eight, like right after my hip was feeling weird. Um, But and then there was a little bit of time in my zone three, which I kind of assume was those hills. But yeah, I was kind of curious, like, yeah, if that's if that's what it's supposed to be, kind of what to look for with those, because I've never um, had that to look at to pay attention to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Heart rate is going to be different for everyone, um, of course, based on your fitness level, but also uh, like your max heart rate varies based on your age. And there's a calculation you take like 0.67 times your age and subtract that from two something anyways you can go to a calculator online and for you your zone one is 124 137 and then you get into zone two which is 137 um, beats per minute to 151 and then from 151 to 165 zone three um, zone four 165 up to 178 some some, somewhere along those lines right it's not going to be That's not perfect because there's different calculators and things out there. But um, zone two is that conversational pace. That's where really most of your training should should lie. And because we're not having you do any speed work, really, you shouldn't be getting into zone three a whole lot. Now, it is summertime. And because it's summertime, your heart rate's going to naturally be higher. So, yeah, you're going to see yourself kind of land in that zone for little bits of time, especially if you're going to be coming up a hill or you're just, you've, go, you've gone now for two hours and your body's crying out for help and saying like, slow down, stop, you know? And, and so it's putting you in zone three. Um, zone four is really going to be like that. Uh, like, like zone three is like a temple run. So, you know, it would be like a sustained longer distance kind of interval type of run where you're running, you know, anywhere from two to I don't know what the maximum would be on a, on a tempo run, but you know, some people will do longer tempo runs of 10 miles or so. But, um, but, but yeah, I mean, zone four is, is that like, I, we haven't gotten into fartleks yet. Um, but it's just, it's like a special type of interval run and, and then intervals, like longer intervals would be that zone four and then zone five is max. Like you're all out. You're doing like sprints around the track, um, like 400 meter repeat type thing or shorter. So, um, I know that's a lot of information, but in your case, I would definitely try to stick to that zone two. And if you notice yourself getting up to zone three, then just pull it back.
1: Okay. Good to know. Great information. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Happy to. And And again, as you train for your next race, you'll want to work on speed because you don't want to build up volume and speed at the same time. If you're a beginner, you want okay. to kind of pick one or the other. And in your case, we've picked volume. And because we're focusing on volume, we're not focusing on speed because it's just going to be too much for your body all at once. And it's going to be hard to recover from.
1: Okay. That's good to know too. How long did it take you to, um, cause I, like, I think for a while I will probably continue to feel like a beginner. Just because I am like <laughs> constantly learning, and um, as much as I do claim, I'm a runner now, and it's so cute. I just have to share. So, um, like my kids obviously know I go running and they know that I exercise and they come to the gym with me and it has been so cute. We have talked about in this past in the past being like an example, but I was talking about my race, uh, like race day and everything. And my kids were like, when I get, when I get older when I get big, can I run a race too? I'm like, yeah, of Uh, course. (laughs) Like they, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for them to like see me do it anyway. Um, it was just so cute. But how long did it take you? I know. (laughs) How long did it take you before you didn't feel like a beginner? Not to say that you don't feel like you're still learning because everyone, I feel like everyone's like learning and stuff, but how long before you're like, okay, yeah, like I really got a handle on this. Like I don't think I'm a beginner anymore. I mean,
0: I kind of, I mean, our podcast is still called Marathon Training for Beginners and I I kind of still feel like a beginner, even though I got my training my coaching certification and I Um, have done some pretty advanced, um, races, you know, like I've done the half iron mans now and I've, I've done um, four marathons and I don't know, I don't think, I don't think I'll ever not feel somewhat like a beginner. I probably more consider myself like an intermediate runner. Like I'm definitely not fast. Um, but I'm definitely not like back of the pack either. I'm kind of middle of the road. So for me, I think about two years into it, maybe two and a half years, I started feeling like, Okay. I'm, I'm getting the hang of this and I obviously have tons more to learn. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the first to say, and I hope I've made this clear from the start that I don't have the answer to everything. And I rely heavily on, you know, resources from whether it's my training course that I took or um, just online searches and and other pros that I've spoken to or other coaches I've spoken to. Um, like I'm always I'm just passionate about the subject. So I'm always going to want to learn. But in your case, you know, I, I think you'll probably feel like you're a beginner for a couple of years and then races under your belt, then you'll start to notice a pattern of, okay, I can actually do this. Like, and I am getting better. And what I'm doing is working. And, and then that'll give you a lot of peace of mind and help you realize that you're seeing progress.
1: Yeah. Okay that's kind of what I was thinking so that's good to know how long will it be so after I know I'm not alone in this because my friend Rachel also felt this way but man after that 11 mile I was exhausted I texted her it was like a few hours later and I was like my legs are dead and I'm dead (laughs) and I was like and by that I mean my legs are so sore and I just want to sleep and she texted yeah so we both were like exhausted I did take a nap and starving like i hate so much um like is that just i I guess my question is like i know that that is what's to be expected um Mm -hmm. is that like still the case for everyone like is that what everyone is experiencing with that
0: well i think you have to look at the amount of time that you're out there so you're out there for two and a half hours and if you really think about that Like, the average person goes to the gym, and maybe they'll run 20 minutes, and maybe they'll lift weights for another 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, and then they'll go home, right? Like, the average person is not working out straight for two and a half hours. That's a long time, and your body is depleting all of its glycogen stores and all of its energy, and you're just depleted. But I think when you look at, like, professional runners, people who do this for a living, they're able to manage it because they split their runs up. Like they'll do a morning run 10 miles and then they'll do 10 miles at night. But they're also so fast that their 10 miles is the equivalent of you and I running five miles, right? And <laughs> yeah. and so like if you were to run five miles, let me ask you this, do you think that you would feel really exhausted throughout the day?
1: No, not anymore. Like when I first, my first five miles, miles I did, but I now I don't.
0: Right, exactly. So I think if you look at it in terms of, comparing yourself to others like a, for a pro to go out and do two and a half hours, they're basically almost running a full marathon. Right. (laughs) Um, And they don't usually ever do that. They're usually going to cap it out at 20, 22 miles. And that only takes them a couple hours to do. And so you think about that, like, yeah, I think as you peak, you're always going to feel really tired um, at any stage of the game. If you're a pro or if you're a beginner, Um, but the average, or I I should say, the the, the people who do this for a living or who do this very seriously, who are doing 80 plus miles a week, I mean, it's just totally normal for them. And it's the equivalent of you and I going out for an hour. So hopefully that answers your question. In my case, just to answer from my experience, I, when I'm really fit training for a marathon, the average, you know, 10 to 16 mile run, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, I don't need a lot of recovery. um, But anything beyond that, definitely. And like when I'm training for these half Ironmans and it's having me bike for four hours and then run for another hour, like, yeah, I'm toast. Um, But if it's half that, then I'm usually fine. So it's all going to be relative based on your fitness level.
1: Okay. Thank you. I've thrown a lot of questions at you.
0: (laughs) Thanks for answering them all. I'm sure a lot of others have the same questions. And I'm I'm really hoping that people can just take this information, take the, the training plan that, that you and I have worked on and apply it to their own situations. And obviously things will change and people could feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Um, but, yeah, I think that this is going to be so helpful to a lot of people, both right now and many years to come.
1: I hope so. I hope so. And, I'd, again, it's been so fun, like, meeting people, um, you know, via – social media mostly um who are listening and are like cheering us on but also like on their own journey like um a listener in iowa messaged me today which was or not today this week which was so fun because i like came from iowa moved from there um and she's training for her first half and it's only like i think it's like two weeks after mine and she just did an 11 mile run and she was cheering me on for this one and um good luck to you kim and i'm looking forward to hearing about your half marathon but it's just so fun that um we're all kind of in this together in our own individual spheres
0: yeah for sure yeah awesome well i'm really excited for you uh any other questions before we hop off
1: uh no i think i think that's it for for this week i'm sure based off of this i'm sure i'll have more questions next week after the 12
0: absolutely (laughs) again my last words for this week just pay attention to your body if you're feeling any pains just back off better safe than sorry don't feel like you have to push through um we will adjust the plan if we need to
1: okay sounds great thank you so much harrison
0: okay kayla take care
1: you too Bye. bye follow us on instagram at crummy marathoners We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us.
0: Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify searching B-R-E-K-K.